kids and dogs, how are you? And welcome to episode three of Eola Bonjour Konnichiwa. What a stupid name, what was she thinking? Um, this is Verge here. I'm going to be starting off the podcast there because let's face it, sure I'm far more popular than the other ones, you know what I mean? And I suppose, listen, I know now there'll be a couple of riffraff listening to this as well because you follow herself, but um, you know, I'm hoping now that I can kind of draw a more, a more sophisticated, a more elite crowd, you know, but if not, listen, riffraff, you can stay and listen, but just don't interact with me. Ew. Huge, you might fill up a pint glass there with a the Pinot Gris. I'm doing a lot of talking here. I need to keep my office office lubricated. Hello, everybody. How are you? Come here to me. Have any of you heard of this lucky girl syndrome that's doing the rounds on social media? Specifically that, you know, the tickety talk on the tickety talk, right? I'm telling you now, there's these ones and they're going around. Like, I'm all now for ones with affirmations and all this. But if I'm to be honest with you, I think it's all bullshit. I believe, you know, you marry rich and that's how you kind of... You know, you don't really have to work hard if you don't want to, you know. But I mean, if, if that's what you want to do, then work away, you know. But this lucky girl syndrome that's going around, basically it is all these ones on the tickety-talk. And they're saying, you know, you get up every morning, you look in the mirror and you go, good things just happen to me. They just fall into my lap. The universe is all about me. I'm fantastic, right? Now, I do get up myself every morning and I say, Virg, you're absolutely impeccable. Your style is something else and you're you're an absolute vision of beauty, right? But that's that's not really affirmations. They're just facts, you know. But this lucky girl syndrome anyway, I mean, it's a bit, I don't know. It's like these ones that, you know, they say, you know, light a candle there and you'll be pregnant. No, love, you need a bit of cock. Do you know what I mean? But like, if that's what you're into, affirmations and all that, fair enough, do you know. I suppose... I got sucked into it, the whole lucky girl thing. So I said, you know, I'll give I'll give this a chance, do you know? And at the start of the, the year there, I was saying, do you know what? Virg, you've spent the last few years now being a lady of leisure, you know, getting up for breakfast, meeting the girls for brunch up in the tennis club, you know, you're 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 not really exercising or doing a whole lot, right? So I, I was looking at these weight loss groups, you know. And I was saying, My God, I don't know, now could I go in and and sit with all these, you know. But I was inside my hairdressers getting my T-bar highlights done, you know, with Fabian. And obviously someone from the north side was there before me because there was a magazine called Bella on the table. So I picked it up and I was flicking through and wasn't there an ad in it and they were looking for weight loss consultants. So I said, do you know what? After reading that, I felt, I, I felt, you know, the way priests say they were called by God. Well, I heard the fatties calling out for me. Do you know what I mean? I, I, I said, like, normally now I'd be more into reading Vogue or Home Interiors. But I said, maybe this Bella was meant to cross my path. Do you know? So anyway, I went down. I, I did a training course, you know. And I, and I became a weight loss consultant. So I'm not going to say for what club there now. Because, um, you know, yourself, like, I, I, I wouldn't be affiliated now to any certain club. So 1st of January there, I started. And, um... By Christ, let's just say I'm after walking out this morning. No, I can't deal with them anymore. They're, they're, uh, would you stop now? I swear to God, when I walk into the classroom, I obviously, the first time I walked in, they were all looking at me and I, and I, I can look at their faces and I was like, is that adoration on their faces, their facial expression? And I said, well, you know, Verge, understandable. You're, you're fairly fantastic, you know? And I was saying, they're probably going, I know her. That's Verge of Virgin Huge, the elite of Cork, you know. 
But no, they were all looking at me literally as if I was a piece of meat because they're all fucking starving. They were looking at me now and all they saw was a walking pork chop, do you know, or a walking chocolate Kimberly. And, you know, with my training, then I had to do like the first group that I did was obviously on January the 1st. So we were all sitting around in a circle, you know, just like an AA meeting, really, for fatties, you know. And I had to, I mean, I, I mean, when I was doing the training, I said it, and like Noreen now was one of the, the trainers that was training me. And I said, Noreen, you don't honestly expect me to tell these fatties that they can actually eat a whole bag of Carpinks and still lose weight. And Noreen was like, absolutely. Absolutely. You tell them what they want to hear. You take their tenor, pop them on the scales, out the gap. And I said, oh, I don't, I don't know about that now, Noreen. But anyway, apparently it works. So I went in, did my new members talk, told them, listen, lads, you can have a bag of carpinks, not a bothers, you know. Just watch yourselves now with the Queen's potatoes. But carpinks, work away. And, you know, the more I kept doing the meetings. And I mean, I'm only now, what are we, mid-January? I didn't even last two weeks. You do the meeting, you have your little talk. They all line up then to stand on the scales and you have, I, I'm telling you now, they're either stripping off completely to the point where you can, they may as well be taking off their underwear. And I mean, one, that's just not sanitary. And two, there's no need for it. I had one girl actually took the hair bobble out of her hair. I said, are you for real? Are you taking the hair bobble out of your hair? And she said, oh my God, Bird. she says every little helps, right? I'm telling you, I went into the bathroom, then there's a queue outside the bathroom because they're all inside trying to have a shite, trying to drop a, a pound or two before they get up on the scales. Do you know what I mean? I'm like, for fuck's sake. Do you know what I mean? Go away and take a bloody laxative. Don't be in there. I mean, they're going to perforate their bowels because they're pushing so much, you know. I'm sure that causes hernias. There's a lot of medical issues that come about from these fat clubs as well, you know, that nobody speaks about, right? So that was fine anyway. You have the ones coming up to the scales, taking off their clothes and, the, and, their, and their bobbles. Then you have the ones who know full well they're going to be down half a or half a stone, and they're so smug about it. Then as well, you'd have to slap them in the face and be going, "You, you, you tart!" And then you have the other ones. Then you, you, you kind of see them. God help us in the queue, and you know that they're looking down at the ground and they're mortified and they're going, they're going scarlet in the queue, and they're going, "Oh fuck it, here we go!" And I have to plumb off this one. So let's just call her Jane, right? Jane comes up anyway, looking very woe as me, and she stands up on the skins. And I'm there and I go, oh my God, no, how oh, I didn't keep the laughter in, right? I said, oh Jesus. So I said, and I was trying to, I was trying to contain myself, right? And here I was, oh gosh, Jane, you seem to be up 11 pounds. Jane, anyway, bursts out crying in hysterics, told me that she was at her, her granny's wedding and her granny found love after Granda died there three years ago and didn't she have it off with the undertaker and blah, 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 they're happily married now, right? Oi! I mean, at the same time, I wanted to be Jane. Would you come off the stage now? You must have eaten and drank all around you. You absolute gannet, right? But I had to do the usual. You were trained in this, you know, in, in our training for the weight loss consultants. I, I said, Jane, we're all allowed to splash out sometimes. But did you enjoy the wedding, Jane? Did you enjoy it? Yeah? And you could see Jane perking up a bit. Then she's smiling. She's telling me, oh, it was fantastic. They had a great time doing the Siege of Venice and all. And I said, Jane, that's all that's important. Next week is another week. You know what you do now? You just listen. I know today now's your weigh-in day, so, and I shouldn't be advising this, but sure, I often did it myself. You can use today as your cheat day. Go on away and get a battered sausage shopper, right? Start then tomorrow. Press the reset button and come back to me next week because you have to keep them coming to keep the money rolling in. Do you know what I mean? So you never, 
you never totally tell them that they're an absolute piece of shit because they put on 11 pounds, you know, even though you know they are, like, but you, you kind of plumb off them, do you know? You have to plumb off them, That that's the main thing. But anyway, I couldn't this morning, no, I just, I couldn't, I had enough this morning. I walked in, you know, we did the weigh-ins and then they all sit around in the circle, you know. And so I have to go around then and I go call out the weight loss, you know, do do the who lost the most weight this week and I give them a little prize which would consist of a fucking packet of couscous or a bloody Muller light, you know. So I was there anyway and I'm doing my usual. I said, everybody, Mary O'Rourke there now. Mary lost 1.5 pounds this week and then they all do the, oh, very well done, aren't you fantastic, right? Round the table and here we have Jane. Jane put on 12 pounds. Was it 11 or 12? Jane, 11, 11 pounds there. But Jane was at a wedding. Her granny got married after burying her her husband only two months ago. She married the undertaker. They're open to They all love a love story, you know. And then we get around. I'm still doing this. I'm going, is this, is this what my life has come down to? Applauding fatties for doing fuck all, really. And then what set me off then? I looked over at the, at the table and there's Mary Kate. Mary Kate and Sarah Jane, right? They're, they're, you know, these two. I don't know are they stay at home mothers. I don't know what they are, but you know, they're these, they're like the swats that you'd have in school. Do you know? Every week, Mary Kate comes up to me and she's like, Oh, Verge, I brought my own snacks. Maybe we could set up a sample table. I brought, I made some frozen grapes I thought the girls could suck on during the class. Fantastic, Mary Kate. That's amazing. Push down on the table over there. And then this morning, I had enough, when Sarah Jane came up to me and she says, Verge, I'm off to making cakes with no sugar, no flour, no eggs. I said, Jesus Christ. You may as well have been eating a frisbee, but you know what? These two girls, they can't even go the bloody half hour of the class without something in their gobs. Do you know what I mean? You're looking at them and they're sucking the shite of a, out of a bloody frozen grape. And I said, you know what, Mary Kate? I said, shove that grape up your hole. I'm done with this thing. I couldn't. I can't be plumbossing people anymore. Do you know what I mean? Like, it was, no. I'm all for big is beautiful and all that, right? But, and the weight thing isn't even an issue because, you know, obviously I'm the perfect 10 myself. You know, I wouldn't be saying anything about weight or anything like that because it's all about your health, really, at the end of the day, you know. But by Christ, I can't, these fatties, they just, I'd say now, I'd say they just love to come in for a bitch and a moan. Do you know what I mean? And they're also bloody nosy. Then in the queue, I had to set up social distancing then in the queue to get weighed because everyone, they all have their ears cocked and they're all trying to see the weighing scales of the other person in front of them, do you know? I said, this isn't for me at all. I said, huge. I'm not I'm not meant to be working. I'm meant to be lady of leisure. I'm going back to the, I'm retiring. I've had enough. And I know you're probably saying, but Verge... Why in God's name did you think you could be a weight loss consultant? Well, I suppose you know a lot of you don't really know much about me at all. You just know this fabulous person there that turned up there one day. But you don't know anything really about my life previous to this, you know. Like myself and you, when we were courting, you know, before he was married. Um, obviously, I, we had to make something of him, you know. So he actually was in Harvard in Boston, Massachusetts, you know. He was in Harvard College studying law to become Ireland's top barrister. That was actually the course, How to Become Ireland's Top Barrister. My Eugene was on it, you know. So obviously, we were living over in the US of A for a while, you know. And, you know, I actually, I mean, uh, it makes me sick to say it now. And I get very emotional still talking about it. But I had to get, um, 
oh, fuck it, I had to get a job. I had to put him through college. Do you know what I mean? And I said to him, I said, by Christ, you absolute cretin making me get a job. Do you know what I mean? I said, Eugene, I'm telling you, you better be successful on this course and I'll never work a day in my life after this. I said, once you once you sort yourself out. I'm telling you, it was the longest eight weeks of my life where I had to be employed. It was disgusting. But I tell you, anyway, you know, the Americans, like, they're mad into their their therapy and their wellness and all this, you know. So I got a job in the wellness centre. Uh, well, I say a wellness centre now. That's what I'd call it. But I suppose really it was one of these luxury spas. Really, a luxury spa slash retreat, you know. I'm not sure now. Was it, you know, just rich people going there? Or were they people with, you know, issues like addiction issues, everything else? Like, I suppose they were, you know, because there was a fair few fatties at it as well as so I suppose the, the food addiction is very real in America as you can imagine you know so that's um we were I had a job there I was just on the reception there because I was well I like to call myself a salon coordinator you know but uh, basically I was just answering the phone and licking stamps and envelopes but that's neither here nor there um uh, but we had oh my god there was a beautiful boy actually called Matteo and Matteo used to do the fit the fitness and Pilates classes in there so I'd like to think I I from watching him so much you know that I that I kind of uh, I suppose I had it within me to help people do you know so I suppose that's why it came about me being the weight loss consultant back here in Ireland and I know now you're probably thinking Virg if you had a life set up for yourself over in the US of A how in God's name did you end back here in Ireland and back in Cork well the short answer to that is we had to return because Eugene's mummy was very, very unwell. Um, so it was a case of we had to come back because it was touch and go there for a while. Um, and the thing is with Gobnet, that's Eugene's mummy, with Gobnet, there was there was a very urgent element about it, and we were told to come back. And the thing is, the doctors here, they 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 never saw anything like what poor Gobnet had, you know. So we had to fly one of our doctors over from the US, you know, and I suppose you know that tune, Life, Liberty and Fruit of the Doom, because to be fair, what Gobnet had could only be described as a massive bunch of grapes attached to her anus, you know. It was an unusually rare form of hemorrhoids that poor Gobnet had got, and it was absolutely life-threatening. I mean, in all, I mean, I never saw the likes of it. I never saw the likes of it. Like, you know, the way you can get like a bunch of grapes, lovely jobly. These were humongous. These were like grapes on steroids, but hanging out of her, of her, her, her horse. There's no nice way of saying it. You know, they were huge. You wouldn't see the likes of these now on the vineyards where they make the whispering angels. Like poor governor, she couldn't sit or anything, you know. I can't help her then, you know, I mean. Now, listen, I, I, I wouldn't be a carer, you know, but I, I, I think she was delighted that I was there really, you know. God, no, she couldn't walk, she couldn't sit, nothing, right? Absolutely nothing. And she was mad then for, she had a very um, exotic palate, you know, she loved the spices and things like that. She was mad for the Indian food and the, the Chinese. But the problem then is, you know, they tore the hole off her when she needed to have a shite, you know? And like, the problem then is, obviously, she needed to go to the bathroom. And I hate talking now about, you know, this business, but I mean, to something we all do, you know, and we need to normalise it, really. But, she, you know, she couldn't wipe her arse, basically. that That's what happened there, you know, because obviously with the bunch of grapes hanging out your arse, it's very hard to get in between each grape, you know, 
to sort yourself out. So I said, you know, God bless I said, step aside there, right? So while she was still kind of crouched down and, you know, arse cheeks kimbo, I gave a little spritz of Estee Lauder, beautiful. That was her favourite perfume, you know, because obviously she couldn't, she couldn't, um, she couldn't wash, you know, with, with the grapes hanging out her arse. So I gave an old spritz of Estee Lauder, beautiful, you know, on the front bum and the back bum, do you know? And do you know what shit is your thanks? Because my God, she was like a cat dunked in water, stung the arse off her. She jumped up and nearly gave me a wallop. I said, but you, I said, come here, goodness, would you prefer you're smelling divine? I mean, at the same time too, like before you had this spritz, you were like, my God, there's a pure smell of belly gotten off you. And we've been trying now to get back to the US of A. And my God, I'd say it is 20 years now at this stage. But Godnet, you know, once Godnet gets her claws into you, there's no escaping, really. You know, and as Eugene says to me, I'm he's very close to his mummy. And there's always the chance then that there'll be, you know, the reoccurrence of the, the abnormal hemorrhoids. So that's why we're kind of stuck in the Emerald Isle, really, you know. But look, it's, it's worked out well for us, you know. Um, I'm back now to being the Lady of Leisure. I have a fantastic devoted husband um life life is life is good okay life is great anyway guys i'm glad now that we've had the chance to kind of get to know each other better and you know you knew a bit more about me and i hope i didn't offend any fatties or anything here and it's not fatties you know i mean i mean you could just have a problem with your metabolism do you know what i mean you could you could just get that checked with your gp really but um you know calm down on the chips cheese and curry as well at the same time all right guys talk to you next week <laughs>
And I mean, the only thing I can like I sadly like, but she looks like you know the toffee finger in a pack of the quality street or the toffee penny. Do you know with the gold wrapper? That's what she looks like. Like every time I watch it, I'm like, oh my god, look at the toffee finger going on Patrick's head. Like that's what I see. Do you know what I mean? But uh, apart from that, like she's alright. Like do you know what I mean? But like. I don't know. She got, she might get a few Irish dancing lessons as well, like or some some sort of, you know, rhythm in her body. Do you know what I mean? Because like she dances in the video and she's she, my gosh, she's an absolute state. Like I might reach out to her actually. Do you know? I might send her on a DM there on Instagram or something. Be like, yeah, Miley, if you want to come over here to Ireland, you've got to find cheap flight there. Come over to Ireland and I give you a few. Uh, I give you a few lessons. You know, not bragging or anything, like, but I was actually all Ireland disco dancing champion. From uh, 1992 to 1993, and uh, Mr. Tate lay hold very dear to my heart. So, like, there's no problem there. I, I can, I can help her with that. Like, do you know what I mean? And I, I do a lot of people. His brother said to me, Lindsay, you're actually very, very like Miley Cyrus. Looks ways now, like. And I can, I know, I know, I can hear some of you laughing, right? But you know what I mean? Don't be laughing. I was listening to words. They're going on about her weight loss groups and all that. Do you know what I mean? Like, you only ever see me from the tits up. Do you know what I mean? He never sees my whole body. That's because I've an I've an unusually athletic body. Do you know what I mean? I just had kind of a fuller face, but that's due to um, it's a thyroid problem, right? And it's it's my slow metabolism. What about it? And if you think at nels, then two seconds I should be fit down your throat. All right, all right. So just watch what you're saying. Um, so I just want to pop on and say hello. I hope you are getting on great. Um, see poor Jeremy Claxton then after getting fired cancelled off everything delighted for him I never liked him though even before the whole thing you know what he said about Meghan Markle and poor Meghan Markle now I'm having a total 360 on Meghan Markle I'd be saying God help us like and I know last week I told her to get in contact with me because you know I'm actually an All-Ireland champion in Crav Maga as well I said that last week so I extended the hand of friendship to Meghan Markle I was like look if you want to come over I'll give you a few Crav Maga tips so that you can bait the shit out of the Papa Waxy. And um, she said hasn't got back to me, like, but it's understandable now, like, because Harry's on his book tour and all, you know. Spare Prick of the Wedding, very good book, I'd say. Um, I couldn't listen to it, though, because I just heard a couple of exops from it. And I'm sure he's going on about his tad and all. I was like, I don't want to hear about your wild sausage at all, but I put it away. Wild sausage and his ginger nuts, oh, yuck. No, I couldn't be having any of that. But I'm delighted Jeremy Claxton knows after getting fired off everything, because I never liked him. Even on Top Gear and all that, like, I said, Joe, I look so bad, like, he thinks he's, he thinks he's Jesus Christ Almighty. Do you know what I mean? And Trumpy told you he's only, he's only a lango. Do you know? I never liked him. Never liked him. Anyway, lads, look, I'm just popping in to say a quick hello there because, you know what, this podcast is just, it's turning into, like, a kind of a sketch show. Do you know? Like, or is it actually a very public mental breakdown where I'm just releasing all my characters and at some point someone's going to step in and be, come here. I think that poor girl there had uh, multiple personality disorder and uh, maybe she needs a bit of help. So on that note, guys, I'll see you later. Signing out. I'm going to turn her off again. <laughs> Hi, guys. How are you? Just into here. Just said I pop in there and say hello. How are you getting on? I hope January's going fantastic for you now. We're in the middle of January now, like, and a lot of people to be saying... Oh my god, January's like, there's like 3,932 days in January. And I'm like, what? I think the month is flying. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm up to my eyeballs now in sausage. Do you know? That's because I, 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 I don't know if I told you, if I walk down the chipper, I'm in charge of the battered sausages, like, and it's kind of a thing, like, 
how do the figs get into fig rolls? Like, I can't be telling you now how, how I put the sausage in the batter. You know, you probably know you dip it in nine. And you... Anyway, it doesn't matter. But um, I just didn't come on and say, how, how are y'all getting on? Like, I was scrolling through the old Instagrams there lately, you know, and I find, you know, I think it's getting very boring. Do you know what I mean? There's no crack on the old Instagram anymore. It's all very... Jesus, if I see any more, like, here, look what I'm after making for me dinner there, la. I'd take you along the journey. I'd try to make kind of a matter of fact piece there, and I'd take you on my journey of meat and peas. Like, fuck off, like. I don't want to see your peas, do you know what I mean? Like, I'm looking at peas every day down the shepherd, you know, peas of curry, peas of curry, do you want that vinegar, peas of curry. That's my life, do you know what I mean? I don't want to be, I want to be relaxing when I need to be coming home looking at the Instagram, right? But I will say now, right, I saw something yesterday there on the Instagram, right, and I thought it was very funny. I know, I don't know if any of you follow her on Instagram. Her name is Laura Dargan, Laura Dargan Fitness. Um, she's an app, you know. She's This isn't an ad, no, like, I just genuinely think the girl's very funny, right? Um, she's from Cork, right? She's living over there in America with our fella, right? Um, and, like, her job is, like, I hope I get this right now. I think her job is, like, fitness anyway, right? She, cause she Yeah, because she have an app. So she does, like, fitness and shit, right? But obviously her fitness is paying off, right? Because I am... Um, glued to the girl's stories right because she's do you know what it is like she's a bit of a stalker and I mean that now in the nicest way possible right she's a stalker she knows like because you no, know, she's living in New York there'd be all um New York New York not New York it's, not, it's the big apple not the big shit like um New York to New York um but like she knows when like do you know do you know what's the thing called law and order SUV do you know that fella you know, the beautiful fellow from Death Detective Stabler. What's his, I don't know what his name is in real life, right? But he's beautiful. You absolutely smother your mother now for him, right? But, like, at the start, she used to be going around where they were, like, filming Law and Order SVU, right? And did she meet him then? She met Detective Stabler then one time. And I was like, oh, my God. And I am hooked on her Instagram page ever since, right? And I don't know, you probably heard about that because she's gone viral a couple of times, right? But she actually chased Brad Pitt around New York, do you know what I mean? Like, Brad Pitt went off in the car. Like, she was roaring at him. She was like, oh, Brad, Bradley, Bradley, you, Brad, see me here now. Can I get your autograph, right? And he totally blanked her. So anyway, Laura, Laura was like, do you know what now? Fuck this, boy, put me fitness to the test here. I'm not a fitness trainer for nothing, do you know what I mean? So she ran to six blocks after the car, like, do anyone else know would be like, yeah, she got to help us look at her. But I think she's a bloody legend, do you know what I mean? Anyway, she banged on the window. Brad puts down the window. She's like, hi, Brad, can I get a selfie there with you? Got a selfie with Brad Pitt. I'm not codding you. I'm not codding you. I was delighted for her. I was like, oh, my God, look at her. What a legend, right? And you know what? I tell you, you know why I'm going on about this. Yesterday then, I think Brad Pitt was doing an interview. Who was it with? Was it Today FM or something? And there was a little snippet of the interview up on Instagram, right? And the two boys then, they were talking away to Brad, you know, Brad, you know, blowing smoke up his whole legs. Like, Brad, you're fantastic, you're great, you're great, you're great. And then they said, come here, I believe you were accosted in New York by a Cork woman. And Brad then, huh? Brad put in looking left and right as if he hadn't a clue. And then he laughed it off. He was like, oh, do you know, that happens all the time. And I was like, no, actually, Brad Pitt. No, actually, hang on a second there now. Hang on two seconds there now. Who do you think you are, like? Just because you think you're... Oh, hi, mighty, look at me, I'm Brad Pitt, like, everyone wants to, like, butter off my nipples, like, no, do you know what I mean? Do you know what, come down to now a bit, boy, and uh, have a bit of cop on. He totally remembers her, he totally remembers her, and do you know what it is? He's probably intimidated, because, you know what, I'm not being bad, but he didn't look his best in that selfie that Laura got. Laura looked unreal, but Brad Pitt, do you know what? He actually looked a bit old, 
It old and his face looked so wrinkled it was like his fucking scrotum. Do you know what I mean? So that's like think you, Brad Pitt, dissing anyone from Cork. Who do you think you are? Stadia. Do you know what I mean? I was absolutely fuming over it. Do you know what I mean? And I actually think he's being coy. He full on remembers. So I'd like to DFM now to go back, get him back on the line and get him, show him the video and be like, here, respond to that now, you prick. Anyway, go on. So there you have it. Thanks very much for listening to the third episode of the podcast i hope you enjoyed it if you did enjoy it i'd really appreciate if you could go and um like subscribe and rate it thanks very much bye